We are live. Go ahead and lead us. Lead us into temptation? <laughs> lead, lead us to the promised land. Finally, Craig is back, folks. So this program won't, and I'm quoting here, absolutely suck. I said, as it would, you know, if we didn't have his full attention. I said, I don't want to absolutely suck. Like, you know, when you ask me a question, and I go, huh? I believe the quote was. That's not what I meant. I don't want the show to absolutely suck, you know, <laughs> because Craig is so zeroed in all the time. <laughs> we've, we've got nothing but his utmost focus. Now imagine what kind of uh, zone I was actually in if I was like, I'm way too self-aware of how terrible this is going to go. Right. Well, you know, it is, uh, it's good to know that I, I just come in here and dick around, but when Craig is here, we write the ship. <laughs> and we're going to be on point today. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ola is that the speech you give Jerry as well? No, Jerry just yells, and I go, yes. GC, I'm here. Show won't absolutely suck today. Just missed him. He was right in this hallway here. That's a damn shit. What is he, uh, mopping up right now? <laughs> yeah. No, we just... <laughs> we just uh, Emptying the trash barrels? We did locals. By the way, why does everyone think I'm going to be afraid to take phone calls? Uh, I don't think anyone thinks you're afraid to take phone calls. Like... I thought I, I heard like on a few different things. Everyone's like, I don't know if he's going to take them. I'm like, it's not my call. I think it's more that you sound like a buffoon. Oh, that's always. I always sound yeah. like a buffoon. Yeah, no, no, no. No one's questioning your manhood. Don't you worry. <laughs> Nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so uh, we're we're back, folks. Sorry about the odd uh, schedule this week. Mm. But we'll be back to normal. And, uh, you know, I did do a solo show. And you can judge for yourself how I am without my fearless leader here right. at patreon.com slash blind Mike. I wear uh, live streams as little as a dollar a month, five and $10 tiers. You can get uh, two months free, basically, if you sign up for the full year. So go to patreon.com slash blind Mike. Support this show. Support uh, Why Are You Laughing? Support very good show, and that's all. You know, I won't, I won't mention any more of Craig's projects. Very good show is enough. Guys yeah. got fifteen shows now. I have way too many. I, uh, I, I got in yesterday. Has there ever been a less interesting man on so many platforms? <laughs> Dude, I got in. I got in here yesterday. Uh, I had to record uh, Jerry's show from my house because there was a fatal accident on the highway on the way in. Um, so <laughs> I like that you say fatal. Like I'm going to be old. <laughs> Well, no, just... Is everyone all right? Well, because that's what... It stops traffic. It was like literally zero miles an hour. So I had to turn around I or else you. I was going to be late. So I do his show. I edit it. I go into the office. And as soon as I sit down at my desk, I have an email with an uh, interview from Donald Trump that I had to fucking edit. <laughs> with Jerry? No, but I'm working on that now that I know someone in this company has connections. Oh, 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 oh. But, was no, he a Featherston man? Featherston, uh, he just recorded it as well. He's all peppy. Donald Trump freedom. What do you think of it? <laughs> I, I love that so much. It's every episode, um, too. Well, if we can go back to uh, last week's program, I guess there are a couple things I need to address. Uh, first of all, apparently... Well, we did get a lot of response about the decorative trash barrels. I didn't put it in the proper context. I was scolded for that afterwards. Oh, okay. In fact, the word defamed was used. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> so, so I mentioned the decorative trash barrels. Yeah. What I forgot to mention was the argument started over... Um, I got a roll of toilet paper, put it in the bathroom, but didn't put it on the... Uh, little spinny thing. I just put it on the toilet tank, like behind the toilet. Yep, I do that. So that was where that was where this all started and she thought that if I threw that piece of information out there, the public narrative would shift. It's still a decorative uh, trash can, right? I said, sweetheart, you don't even know the you don't understand the size of this thing now. The <laughs> scope. <laughs> even the, the ladies were. I know, I was like the women were screaming about it. <laughs> <laughs> no one understood it. It makes sense. Yeah, so now we just throw our trash on the floor. So things have been a lot better. So she thought that you not putting the toilet paper on the roll was a bigger she story? like, oh, then people will see what a monster she lives with, you know? I mean... This madman putting toilet paper wherever the fuck he pleases. Is there a guy that doesn't do that? 
Uh, well, I'll, I'll be honest. Generally, I do. So I also think it's very petty of her to you know mention it in that form. I mean, I, I for the most part, will put it on the roll also. But there's times I just put it on the windowsill. And I'll tell you, it was a bit of an act of aggression. If I was talking to uh, the doc about this, he'd say, well, what do you, what do you think made you do that? <laughs> and I'd say it was an act of aggression because I thought to myself... There's goddamn paper towel rolls all over this place <laughs> as some sort of act of defiance. I'm not putting this thing on the roll, you know? As, as the microwave door shuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, again, I'll say I got a lot of, I got plenty of flaws. You know, you could list my flaws uh, 10 miles long. Mm. But one thing I would never do is leave three seconds on the microwave. What kind of a psychopath is like, well, I can't wait this three seconds. I'm, I don't, I, I mean, that doesn't happen too often. So I guess I really don't have an opinion on it. My, my thing is people who leave like an 18th of a bowl of cereal in the box or maybe a teaspoon of milk left in the carton. I don't understand that either. Just finish it or throw it out even because it's useless. Yeah, the answer is usually like, well, I wanted to remember that we need milk or something. That's a weird answer. You know, what gives and it it's away. Like, well, you'll, you'll know that by not having any milk. In exactly. The there not being milk in there will give away that there's no milk. Right. Come but, on. Uh, the other big thing that took off that I forgot I even mentioned, but people, I appreciate uh, the, the select few of you that have been zeroed in on this investigation. I mentioned the, uh, I don't even know what you call them, the imaging or the, you know, interlude, voice interludes on Big 103 radio station here in Boston. Mm -hmm. And people have been, uh, obsessed with this. Chef Lewis, our boy Chef Lewis, sent me the one, the first one I ever heard that caught my attention. He, he reminded me of that one. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, so, you know, think just a, uh, uh, an MC Hammer song plays. It fades out. And then the big announcer voice comes on and just says, Amazon Prime or Prime Rib? Big 103. That's it? And then on to, you know, the Spice Girls or whatever they play. That's it? <laughs> that is it. That might be worth listening to then. <laughs> and uh, so the one someone sent me before the show. Shit. Go, to, go see what I've liked on Twitter recently. I don't want to get this wrong. Got it, boss. But someone sent me one right, right before the program. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, if you didn't hear me mention it last week. It's like, you know, usually if you're listening to some music radio station, which uh, Big 103 is basically uh, adult contempt. It's, it's all music, any genre of music. They'll throw something on. And the, the voiceover for radio stations is usually, you know, like Boston's best alternative or, you know, New England sports original or whatever dumb bullshit they call themselves. Big 103 is turning that on its ear and saying, let's just be quirky with seemingly no direction or point of view. Uh, the chicken wing shortage better not be for real because Big 103 isn't sure how much more we can take. That was it, yes. And then they, that's it. There's no explanation of what that means. I don't know what chicken wing shortage they're talking about. It's not even like Prime Rib and Amazon Prime are even similar or remotely close. Not only that, there's no story linking those. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. It's pretty, pretty funny. I'm not Are we lie. not able to find like a, a catalog of that in some way? Big 103 Sounders? Yeah. Big 103. I think at the end of the show, maybe if we have some time, we'll just throw them on live and see if we can hear one. Okay. But the goal should be, we got to find, there's got to be some way we can play all of these in a row. Yeah, I, I, have, the live, weird. I have the live stream for later, so we're good. All right, well, we can do that. Um, but be before we get into any other, anything else, I want to tell you guys, uh, you, you guys remember our pal Tim Ridgels, yes? Yes. I believe, I think he uh, tried stealing my seat at one point. I think he was in KMS, in my chair. If I'm not mistaken, he was uh, he was there the day that the Madawaska key got wrecked. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought that was Rob. It was they were both in at the same. Oh, time. They were both in. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
So obviously, you know, Tim Ridgels, uh, our boy who is supporting this program. And uh, he wants to let you guys know, as I would like to let you know as well, about KL. Uh, God damn it. Jack. KL Jack. KLJack.com. I got, I got confused because I wanted to say industrial supplier. I was going to say KL Industries. Come on, Mike. Let's get, Industries. Let's get down to the nuts and bolts here. Yes. So KL Jack, what can they get there, Craig? Because I'm not a guy who works with his hands. I don't know this stuff that well. Uh, they proudly distribute quality brands such as Lennox, 3M, DeWalt, and a strong, durable, American-made Viking brand drill bits and cutting tools. Yeah. So basically, this studio that Craig has been alluding to that he's been building for like six years. Doesn't have any of that. All you got to do is go to kljack.com and get that sort of stuff. I'm on it. I'm telling you. So go to kljack.com, use code TIM10, like our boy Tim Ridgels, and the number 10, 10. Use code TIM10 for 10% off on your first order. Uh, they're out of Portland, Maine. They have locations all over Maine and New Hampshire. But kljack.com, you can get it anywhere in this great nation. They ship nationwide. So if you're tired of uh, going to a lot of these places and the shelves not being stocked. There's not enough, you know, the supply chain we hear so much about getting in your way. Never fear. Kalejack.com has you covered. So go to kalejack.com. Use code, promo code TIM10, T-I-M-1-0 at checkout and get 10% off your first order. And like I said, uh, you know, tell them Blind Mike sent you. We appreciate Tim and kaljack.com uh, supporting this program. Yeah, they're the best. They got quality fasteners, abrasives, safety products, cutting tools, and chemicals you need to keep costs down and the job rolling. Yes, and we poached them from uh, at a theater near me. So if you want them to keep supporting this program, I'm make actually, sure you go there and use promo code TIM10. I don't I don't mean to uh, be crass, but I'm, I'm pretty sure VGS actually <laughs> did it first. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... <laughs> We're trendsetting. <laughs> well, then, in, in that case, you know they support all kinds. You know, even the, uh, well, the lowly sorts. The, the sensitive? Yeah. Yeah, they support all kinds there at kalejack.com, so let them know. Yes. Um, what did I want to talk about? Oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to get into this Amy Schumer business with you. Why? Because I, I know... It's just going to be a kind of like, she's not even, f fuck her, she's not funny. She's not it's anymore. Like, all right, everyone calm down. She used to be very funny. talk about the issue here. Uh, I, all I saw was that uh, I knew she was going to be Barbie, right? Right. And then she quit and they immediately got <laughs> probably the angle they thought they were going to go the first time around. Um, so basically, Amy Schumer said... Uh, it's amazing the response that Amy Schumer gets. I'll tweet mm -hmm. out my podcast and people don't even acknowledge it. Yeah. I tweet out, hey, Amy Schumer said something. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> 50 people. She's not, not even fucking fun. When was she even in comedy? It's like, oh, all right, guys, let's all relax. So my whole thing on Amy Schumer, I don't know why I end up defending Amy Schumer at every turn because I, I don't particularly like what she's become. But... My take on Amy, Amy Schumer is like every fucking person responds to stories about her with like, she's not funny. She's never been funny, whatever, which I don't understand the anger behind that because put it this way. If I tweeted Tom Myers said that uh, Louis CK shouldn't be allowed to come back, no one would go, well, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's very yeah. weird that people feel the need to be like angry about how funny or unfunny she is. Um, and I would suggest like, there are definitely people that their careers have been built off purely being woke, you know, like Lena Dunham yeah. is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah. Yes. Where people, there are definitely people that didn't watch girls <laughs> and I don't know if she's even been in anything else that just say, I'm a Lena Dunham fan because they like her political ideology. But my argument with Amy Schumer, the reason I think Amy's a little different is because People, she, you're not selling out arenas. Like if Lena Dunham did an arena tour, right? She's not selling out the TD Garden when she comes to Boston. No, you know. So there is something to Amy Schumer that people do enjoy, and they're willing to put their money behind. So whether I like it or you like it or not, there is something 
to her, I guess. Now that may be dying down. I don't know if she could still sell it. I don't know what her numbers are now. She w- she's very funny. I just hate the person that she's become because it seems fake to me. It it it's very fake, I would think. And I talked to uh, in an episode that'll be out in like uh, six and a half years of Why Are You Laughing? <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Katie Hannigan on, and I brought up Amy Schumer, and Katie was kind of like, you know, she, uh, Katie's not, like an up and coming comedian. She's not uh, incredibly established yet or anything. And so from her perspective, she was like, I get that if you blow up in 2015, 2016, particularly if you're a woman feeling the need to like denounce Trump or speak out against Trump. And when you get that famous, people get like furious with you if you don't do that. Interesting. Because they're like, hey, we propped you up. Now you have to kind of be on our side. So then you're thrown in a position. and, And at the time, Amy was, you know. 20 I, she's old than I, I didn't realize she was 40 years old no way really yeah i think she's so she's a little older than i thought but like when trump uh got elected she was what 33 something like that uh so uh 36, you know I, 35 what's 35 yeah um so anyways you may if you may not even know the story we're talking about but f- out of kind of nowhere i don't know why this even came up I guess she's because she's hosting the Oscars and it's the first time she's been relevant in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. But they, uh, they, they asked her about canceled comedians and pe- like uh, people that were canceled in the me too era, um, trying to make a comeback. Now this is clearly, they're talking about Louis CK, right? Like they're, they're obviously not saying like, ju- they're talking about masturbating, you know, in hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know why they don't just say, should Louie be able to come back? Because there's this weird vagueness around it where it's like, and this is why I defend Louie so, so staunchly. Because the vagueness of it, not saying Louie's name, is basically saying, well, should we let Harvey Weinstein back? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And then that puts him in the same category. It's just weird. Uh, but Amy Schumer said, yeah, guys like uh, Louis basically shouldn't be allowed back in comedy. Makes sense. To to which to which a lot of people were kind of like, well, why? What is your reasoning? Like he apologized immediately. It, it's this pattern that Amy is continuing of just saying what she thinks she's supposed to for like woke points. And there are people that Amy was like friends with and has helped like Mark Norman who opened for Louis CK and have zero issue with him. Right. And Joe list. And uh, it's yeah, the, the I don't problem know how close she is with Joe, but like, yeah. And there's people who are friends with Louis that Amy was, is, or was once friends with. So it's very, it's a very weird approach. And like, I thought maybe that she kind of disappeared for a little while. Like we haven't heard much from her. I thought maybe when she came back and hosted the Oscars, she'd be, you know, let her hair down a little, not be like this, but it's just fucking exhausting. She gets right back to, Oh, well, what's the wokest thing I could say here? Yeah. Fuck Louis CK. Yeah. And the, the thing is like, she used to be friendly with Louie and she used mm-hmm. to be friendly with a lot of people that she's like distancing herself from just to save an image. But I think a lot of it has to come from her uncle. Oh, Chuck Schumer. Yeah. <clears throat> which is funny. I didn't think of it. Had I known you were going to bring that up, I would have sent you uh there's a clip from ONA years ago. Mm-hmm. I'd have to, it's not even something you could Google. It's like in the middle of an episode somewhere. But like when Amy was on Opie and Anthony, they asked, they're like, you're related to that Chuck Schumer. And Chuck Schumer was not nearly as big a name as he is now. Yep. And she goes, well, yeah, technically, but like he wants nothing to do with me. Ah, until and she's like, you know, I make uh, pussy jokes, and she like she's not interested in that, or he's not interested in that, rather. Yeah, until he got. And she it's got very super funny to hear famous. that because now she like introduces him at rallies and shit like that. So you're probably right. Where it is like he's gotten to her in some way. Oh, you know? for sure. Because um, I think I vaguely actually remember that um, was a tell in that day. Because I think I, I remember her being on there and then bringing him up, but I don't know. She's been in there a few times, but. Uh, Chuck Schumer, like they, they never uh, did anything. And then I think he said, I'm becoming so famous. I need you to cut the shit. Right. 
Like, I can't have you fuck it up because people get like cross canceled all the time now. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, or because because she wanted to get Hillary elected. Maybe it was her. You know, I don't know whose idea it was, but you're, I think you're right that someone that relationship probably does have a lot to do with it. Has to, has to. But uh, do we have any quotes from that article where she talks about Louis? Uh, I had it right here. Uh, these stories are true. The comedian shared in a statement at the time. I said to myself um, that what I did. Oh, no, this is that's Louis' quote. <laughs> Never mind. I just saw his name and started reading the quote. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> Like, sure, I've masturbated and locked the door in front of comedians. Uh, There are great men out there, uh, and there are men who humiliate and abuse women and girls because of a power dynamic or because uh, when they were that age, girls wouldn't talk to them. Uh, So my whole thing with Louie is, like, five years ago when Amy was friends with Louie, Mm -hmm. or, you know, ten years ago, whatever it is now, uh, I knew some of these stories. I I heard them. I'm certainly not an insider. <laughs> I did too. You know, like these stories have always kind of been around. And I remember thinking like, right. ah, geez, I hope that's all it is. Like not actual, you know, physical abuse or anything like that. Um, so Amy knew about like people in comedy knew about this one and no one said anything. No one had a problem then. But now it's very easy to be like, Oh, he shouldn't be allowed to get on stage. Right. Uh, Here's another one. This is a gross quote. This is a Chuck Schumer influence quote. Uh, We are watching you and we are all together now, she said. (laughs) That So my thing is with all of this, eviscerate Louis. Fucking destroy him if you want. But do it with some jokes. Right. You know, you're a clown, you're a comedian, you're a, a, a court jester. And I don't mean that in a, in a denigrating sense. I mean, you're there to entertain through humor. <laughs> you know, like you can get your message across. This is what I was saying this about uh, a couple things when I, uh, on my solo show the other day, both Brendan Schaub and uh, Stephen Colbert, where uh, did, you, I, did you see I talked about Brendan Schaub suing uh, our boy Sion Z? Yeah, uh, that's not his YouTuber. name. That's not his name. Unique. <laughs> I can't call him that. Um, so, so I won't acknowledge that. Can't. Brendan Schaub is suing this uh, YouTuber that talks shit about him, and I was saying, well, who you also I'm this guy. I'm also positive. I'm almost positive that guy's special needs too. He's got. He's as uh, my I'm buddy. Not joking. Uh, my uh, as my buddy Mike would say, uh, he's got a touch of something. Right. Exactly. Um. But Schaub's suing this guy, this YouTuber that talks shit about him, pretty much because he hates him. It's right. like, Schaub doesn't have a case. He's just like, I have some money, and I can, you know, ruin this guy's year yeah. <laughs> by by taking him to court with some frivolous bullshit um, and because, because I hate him. And it's shitty to do because Brendan Schaub is a comedian who talks about stories in the news and plays people's videos and reacts to them. So my logic was, you know, if you're a funny guy, be funny and make fun of them. But Brendan Schaub doesn't have that muscle, I don't think. No. And now the difference is with Colbert, Colbert does have that muscle. Like we saw the Colbert report was very funny. But he's more in the Amy Schumer camp where he's been warped. Like I can't. I can't make jokes because that downgrades the seriousness of this. And that's why you get the other day. Like there were a couple jokes in there. I think people overreacted to Colbert's uh, like t- I, drive, I drive a Tesla comment. I have that if you want to play it. Uh, yeah, let's play it. Cause there are a couple jokes in here. One second. Uh, yep. You know what? I will never complain about a destination wedding again. <laughs> Russia has been hit with a series of crippling sanctions, and it looks like there's more to come because the U.S. and its European allies are now discussing banning imports of Russian oil. Take that, Putin. We're not going to buy our gas from a war criminal. We're going to buy it from the good guys, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the most original joke, but like that, I, I have no problem with that. No. People giving him shit for that because that's exactly what's happening. 
Well, no, there's more. So there's more. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with the is his closer. There's one part that I have a problem with that Letterman never would have done. And I always say Letterman because that's the show he took over, which and just changed it into a, you know, a rally for some reason. Right. But there's one part I have an issue with and it's coming up. Buy it from the good guys. Saudi Arabia. (laughs) But it's going to cost. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. And if I have your vote this November... That's the part. I hate the applause break. Like a clean conscience is worth a, worth a buck or two. Yeah. And then he goes on to say, like, I, you can charge fifteen dollars. I drive a Tesla. I don't give a shit. You know. So like, people overreacted to it and got mad for no reason, really. But there is a little bit of an example in there where it's like, you don't need the applause break. You don't need to show us how woke you are or how open minded you are, progressive or how on the right side you are. We got it, man. We understand. You're not proving anything to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get uh, all these people. It's weird that Biden has so many minions for him because this was happening before the war in Russia. And now he's just like, oh, that's what's happening. The whole Biden thing is weird because like, I don't know. Are people, uh, you know, you, you and Jerry are probably more aware of this. Are people toning down the defense of him at all? Like, are we starting to mock him a little more? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> because I think now that we're like a year in, it's like, okay, maybe we can get back to just making fun of politicians, even if they're Democrats, you know? there's a, Like every other day, there's like a I shouldn't have voted for Biden trend going on. Well, hey, we got that monster out of office. And now he'll probably be back in <laughs> two years. Thank fucking God. I can't, I still... <laughs> Just sit here and go, holy shit, it's only been just over a year with Biden. It feels like four already. Oh, you're darn right. You know what I mean? But back to that Amy Schumer thing. Mm -hmm. There's one more quote in that article that I would like, and it has nothing to do with uh, the Louis stuff. Mm -hmm. This one boggled my mind as a comedy writer, especially like a woman that used to tell the kind of jokes that Amy did. There's a joke in there. I mean, I'm sorry. There's a line in there about um, her writing jokes for the Oscars. It's toward the end of the article. Let me know if you can find that. Yeah, I I think I X'd out. So continue. (laughs) I'll find it. Um, Yeah. So she's uh, writing for the Oscars. It's her, Wanda Sykes, and uh, who's the other woman? Regina Hall? Regina King? Um, Regina something? Something like I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever recognized that person's name before. I don't know who she is either, really. I'm sure I'd know her if I saw her. But, um, yeah, Amy and Wanda Sykes are, like, the comedians on the Oscars this year, I guess. And Amy, who has, uh, you know, told stories about uh, getting fingered by a cab driver. Right. Has a a new writing process that I found interesting. Uh, The fuck happened here? We'll see if Craig can find this. I have to go through uh, Twitter again because you sent it to me, I believe. Oh, God. I had I'll it just up. Say, just <laughs> I X'd out because I thought we were done with it. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'll just she said, uh, they asked her about her writing. And she said, yeah, like, it'll be interesting. I want to make uh, certain points about certain subjects. Um, I already have a few jokes I won't be able to tell because I sent them to my lawyers and they were like, no. Oh, no. No. Amy, what are you doing? No. You don't send your jokes to you think Ricky Gervais sent his jokes to his lawyers? That's not good. What the fuck are you doing? Wow. That is, and it's weird to watch women that were edgy and funny, uh, like Sarah Silverman and Amy Schumer become this just so like consumed by politics and petrified of what people will think of them. It's very weird because it seemed like they were two people that didn't give a fuck what anyone thought. Right. You know, Sarah Silverman would put on blackface, didn't give a fuck. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So it's so strange to see like what they've become. It's sad really because I liked Amy Schumer when she started. Yeah. 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 No, Amy Schumer had a great start. And then when she, uh, 
she did the roasts and everything, got her fame, and started dating Jezelnik, right? Yeah. And then yeah, I mean, I don't know if that had anything to do with it. They were both pretty low level when they were dating. Um, no, I know, but uh, I'm saying like that's where her 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 style started, and then yeah. when when uh, she switched, that's why it was such a big switch because she uh, she went from one extreme to the other, and you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, she was on the roast as like this filthy. I don't know what the roast does to these ladies, but Amy Schumer, Nikki Glaser, <laughs> what the fuck? No, I know it, it breaks them. <laughs> the best one to come out of that group is Whitney Cummings. I mean, she's the most similar to what she started as. I mean, she yeah, does, for she sure. Does. And I, you know, I'm I wouldn't say I'm like a Whitney Cummings fan, um, but if you take Whitney Cummings' career, she's been super successful. She had two network shows on the air. Um, not that we watched one of them on Patreon, not, not, not necessarily my favorite, but she, they did happen. She got them on the air. Right. Um, so super successful, very successful podcast and stand up career, but she can still make jokes like she did when she started. And I guess the, the trade-off for that is not being that next level that Amy Schumer is like Whitney Cummings won't host the Oscars. No. And it's like, is that one level up worth that much that you just sell your soul for? It? It's very weird. She's like fringe, though. She's like on that teeter mark, I feel like. Whitney Cummings? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Oh, yeah. Is Whitney Cummings hasn't, I would say, has not sold her soul. So the, the you know, trade-off for that is she's not that next level up. Right. But I'm saying, I'm saying if the wind blows just right, though, she will launch there and forget all of her friends like she's shown in the past. That's we'll see that. Yeah. Then she'll, then she'll uh, pull a Schumer as they say. Cause Crystal Lee is like, I think just back now. Yeah. He does that show with fucking shop. <laughs> what company? Jesus Christ. Two, two. I mean, absolute brain dead fucking morons. You think two morons are on this program. Right. Go listen to Brendan Schaub and Crystal Lee. try to get through a sentence. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I hate I hate the impression as much as I hate hearing him talk. <laughs> Brendan Brendan Schaub is such a fucking doofus, and I felt bad for him for a long time. Like when we would watch his stuff on Patreon, mm-hmm. when we've done uh, shit about him in the past, I've always prefaced it with like, "Hey, Brendan is relatively new to comedy." And if Showtime just throws a shit ton of money at you and says do a special, that's very hard to pass up, even if you're not ready for a special. Yep. Um, so it's hard to judge him based on that. We've all but, we've we've always been on that team, though. Yeah, I've all I've always said that, but he makes it so hard to defend him, mm-hmm. and he's such a little baby. Like he's a guy who could literally rip my head off, <laughs> literally, if he well, wanted to. Yeah, that's my. His hands are lethal weapons. That's my favorite part when uh, like Legion of Skanks will go after him because they'll say something and be like, "But he could kick the shit out of all of us." Yeah, he's a man that could dismember me with with, and I I'd put up barely a fight. I was gonna say he could do it with minimal effort too. It would feel like I was hitting him back with pillows. <laughs> Just uh, knock it off, Brendan. Bully. As I'm being ripped limb from limb. <laughs> um, so he has that. And yet still, whatever, you know, uh, confidence that gives you doesn't make up for the insecurity that he has about his lack of stand-up ability and lack of humor and lack of intelligence. Frankly, I think he's kind of like a dumb guy and very insecure about that as well. But it's amazing, like, if you're going to get into stand-up and you're going to be as successful as Brendan Schaub is, then you're going to have some weasel like Scion Z making dumb videos about you. And you kind of have to accept that. But he's like, and you can rip them apart in your podcast or physically rip them apart. <laughs> Go travel to Rhode Island and beat the shit out of this guy if you want. Dude is like the TMZ for comics. So it's like... He's the TMZ for comics, yet it's put in a mushed mouth package <laughs> and it's definitely very opinionated hey guys Brendan Sharp is cheating on his wife <laughs> this guy sucks what do you think <laughs> I can't I cannot I like do it I, I do too I just cannot do his voice it's it's tough to listen to you get used to it over the years oh yeah for sure <laughs> but yeah so I, yeah I guess if you didn't watch when I was talking about the other day 
Sion Z is a YouTuber who covers, like he started um, covering the Opie and Anthony breakup. Like he was an ONA fan who would constantly cover their clips. And he's not like a journalist. Like he doesn't have any inside information. <laughs> he just scours Reddit, finds things that, you know, the average fan might not know and just plays a clip on his YouTube channel and then says, uh, leave your thoughts in the comments. <laughs> Wow, he started a new a new YouTube channel. Yeah. Has 1.2 thousand subscribers so far. Every video is about Shab. <laughs> oh, good for him. I guess he doesn't give a fuck about this lawsuit. No. I mean, what did he do that like he didn't do anything? No, he's done he's done nothing wrong. But yeah, he's like the TMZ for like that world of comedy. And, you know, he only has a few this new channel has like a thousand followers. So I think his old one probably had like 10,000 or something like that. Nothing crazy. It was closing on 20. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So good for him. Like a a nice little, he probably makes a nice little chunk of money from that. I would think. Right. Um, but nothing crazy. Like he's not Tim Dillon, you know? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Um, but it's interesting because he covers things that like I wouldn't just be able to find on Twitter generally or, on, you know, in the Daily Mail or uh, New York Post or something. Right. Exactly. Um, so it's useful. Like he's a kind of a useful resource if you're a fan of that sort of comedy. And so it's like, fuck, as a fan of comedy, fuck Brendan Schaub for trying to shut someone like that down because you're such a meathead that you don't realize that will affect you as a podcaster eventually. <laughs> if you're able to, God forbid, win this lawsuit. Right. <laughs> He's just such a dummy. I, I always just think of that uh, Asian doctor who literally sounds like a movie star. <laughs> he does he speaks far better English than you or I. Not even close. <laughs> like way better. It's, it's like Christian Fourier on steroids. What yeah, yeah, and Brendan Schaub especially does this impression of an Asian doctor that is, I mean, like propaganda <laughs> level material. That's, yes, <laughs> and then side by side, you could pl- you play a video of the actual doctor that he's talking about, and he's like, "Well, let me tell you the uh, backstory on this." Is <laughs> it's like Brendan? What the fuck are you doing, man? Brendan, your eyes gashed open. <laughs> I think that's Craig's version of medical speak. Your eye is gashed. Dude, no, open. he sounds like a fucking. Well, he is a UFC doctor, so they got the lingo. Right. I understand. But he does sound like uh, a movie star. It's funny. A um, couple other comedy notes, if you want to stick in the world of comedy. Of course. Um, two new specials I would recommend. I've recommended them on Twitter this week. Yes, I saw. Uh, go check out both. One, I was very surprised at how much I liked it. Um, the first one was Ryan Wong, who I've kind of become a fan of him somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. You know what? Find the uh, Ryan Wong Brian Stelter song. Did we play this? Give before? us a little taste of that. What's that? Didn't we play this before? No, we never got to it. Oh, I don't think we ever played it. That's why I wanted to bring it up because it's still stuck in my head. Oh, I thought we did. Um, well, if we played it, they'll hear it again. What do I give a fuck? Exactly. My Blake dining set. Oh table is- um, but uh, yeah, Ryan Long is a very funny comic. He makes a bunch of vi- like uh, TikTok and Instagram YouTube videos. Um, and he, when Stelter was giving Rogan a bunch of shit and kind of like in the news, uh, he basically made like a a love song to Brian Stelter. <laughs> uh, here it is. Here. Oh, on, let me fix it so there's no echo. Um, so his specials on YouTube now. I recommend everyone go check it out. And he's a kid, Ryan Long. I don't know how old he is. I'm guessing like early to mid thirties. Yep. Um, and he's another one of these guys. Like, de- go support his YouTube channel and everything because he's another one of these guys. Like his stand up, it was uh, it was good. I, I I really enjoyed it. Um, someone messaged me on on Twitter and said like they were a fan of his videos, but kind of let down by his stand up. I really liked it. I love his videos. They're very funny. Um, so uh, go support him because I think he's a guy like uh, Marill and Norman and Tim Dillon and Shane, like these guys that will talk about, you know, political adjacent issues, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they're not taking a side 
and they don't really give a fuck if you misinterpret what side they're on. You know what I mean? Right. And I think Ryan Long kind of fits that. But let's hear, let's hear his Brian Stelter song. Yeah. In the past month. Fucking legend. Big dick. And he knows how to use it. Mr. Steal Your Girl. He's a sex machine. Brian Stelter. <laughs> and he's packing heat. Brian Stelter. And he'll steal your queen. Brian Stelter. And she'll fiend for his me. Brian. It's a big piece. Got that newsman dick with the newsman click. And he's hitting chicks with that big Stelter stick. Brian Stelter. Girl, slip him up like a seltzer. Stelter is the perfect guy for that. I know. And he's, he's just such a frumpy douche. Down, Gross. In her tummy and it's funny that you can't please her. Like It'll be great if we find out we did already play this song. Your girl, then he dicks because if I get one ounce of shit, we're playing it every week. How's that scary man? Making dudes gay too. I do. Chuck and Larry, man. And stealth fucks your You might be right, though. I think we maybe just didn't get to it. fell out too much testosterone. And he came from the New York Times. Filling girls up with the stelter slime. Got girls yelling, is that R.L. Stein? And I'm honored that our names rhyme. Ryan and Brian. Don't like Rogan. Are you R.L. Stein? Like, it just goes, our names rhyme. Ryan and Brian. Uh, so go check out Ryan Long. His special is on YouTube. White Immigrant, I believe it's called. <laughs> nice. And uh, the one I was surprised that I liked because I watched her first Netflix special and it was like, nah, it was okay. I thought it was more of that, you know, broad comedy the la- you know, that the ladies like. Yeah. Um, but Taylor Tomlinson got another Netflix special and I thought it was great. Like, I really liked it. I guess she's been diagnosed with a bipolar and she talks a lot about that. And uh, it was very I think she uh, dates Sam Murillo. I think he's rubbing off on her. Really? Yeah. I, 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 I loved it. You know, go watch it and let me know what you think, everybody. But I, I highly recommend it. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. I, here's my worry now about Taylor Tomlinson. Maybe the next Amy Schumer. Oh, boy. You know, she's genuinely very funny. She's only... This is the saddest thing now that I'm at the age like she's two or three years younger than me. Ugh, is her uncle Eric Swalwell? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love that name. I know. Did you ever see him fart on the news? I don't think so. Oh, God. It's the fucking best fart ever oh, heard. Bring of. it up. Oh, it's my favorite. Where's, where's the brand? But, uh, yeah, Taylor's like a pretty blonde girl that's genuinely very funny. So. I assume the next celebrity that dies, she'll be singing a song about him and endorsing the next Democrat politician. Swalwell. Swalwell. Uh, fart. It's it's like the most unbelievable thing. Not even a hit. Eric Swalwell. It'd be great if he had an Instagram account like called Eric Swalwell and it's just him working out. Oh, did they get rid of it? Oh, I'll probably have to find this on Twitter, actually. It looks like YouTube got rid of it because they're a bunch of pussies. what? Yeah, more censorship. <laughs> Eric Swalwell fart. This better be worth it. It's very funny. Uh, I've heard some farts in my day. Well, the the way he he's talking and then pauses and then all that shit. TMZ, thank you. This is the stuff. This is. The all right, let me pull this up for the. It's funny to hear that TMZ noise before a fart clip. Yeah. Dun dun dun, dun dun dun. Uh, let me uh, share this. We caught Eric Swalwell shitting his pants. <laughs> In fact, we do know what he had for breakfast. <laughs> um. Here we go. Damn it. Here we go. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Chris, so far, the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. What the hell? There's two? No, I, it just looped twice. So you, oh, okay. But dude, on the video, he pauses and raises his shoulders in everything. <laughs> That's great. It's very funny. I'll say on uh, on KMS, I, the chair I sit in is a little squeaky. I think maybe because it's like leaned up right against the wall. Mm-hmm. 
So any, anytime I move, I wonder, like, is this going to be a fart sound? <laughs> but I, I haven't hate, had any complaints yet. I hate when that happens and you go, yeah, no, I, I, uh, that was my foot. And then you try it was to, the re- chair. <laughs> and you try to recreate the sound and they're like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> classic, a classic mix up. <laughs> classic mix up. Oh, I fucking love cable guy. Um, what did you think of the, uh, so we did Greg Giraldo on why are you laughing this week? Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't gotten as much reaction as other episodes, which I'm surprised by, because it's my favorite episode that we've done. I'm actually listening to it today on my drive home. It's, uh, I'd say we've been on a run on Why You Laughing of probably some of our best episodes. I'd say the last, like, three or four weeks. And my fear is that it's going to come to an end in the next few episodes. I just worry we are on such a good streak. Everyone's firing on all cylinders. Like maybe, like Chemistry. Maybe the next four episodes. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. 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 We really enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. Me, Mike, Matt, we're hanging. We all high-fived after the, after the episodes. All have similar names. We said, boys, what could get better than this? We've reached the mountaintop. Mike VGS was dynamic on that one. I thought he was great. Oh. I... I, I Mike's I would say maybe the last two episodes were his best at the Tim Allen one he was very good on as well. Um he, that was from Ted, by the way, so that means something. There you go. Yeah, that shows you how good he was. No, Mike's been very good in the last few episodes. Uh, Chef Lewis and says I, Louis Anderson know. was great, but he could have just been there for it, you know. Wait, no, yeah. he he missed that one. He came in after that one. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So even despite the kind of ugly darkness in the room for the Louis Anderson one, people still enjoyed it. That's good. There was a whole four episodes of darkness. Each yeah. each one had a horrible ending. <laughs> oh God! When I think of the chemistry, uh, you know, we kind of we just call ourselves the boys, me, Matt, and Mike. Yeah, the boys. when the boys are hanging. Yeah, I think back to those days a lot because we got an episode coming up, folks. Where I mean, you talk about the. Breaks being, I don't think that there are any breaks left on the vehicle because of how often they were slammed through the next four episodes. That's just not true. <laughs> A grinding halt. And I won't say who did it. I won't say whose fault it is. I'll let the listener uh, try and pick that up. I'm pretty sure you already said this on last week's episode. Well, I don't think so. I think they're all going to organically figure it out. Yeah, maybe. Well, definitely. <laughs> I was going for something and Mike didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't that I didn't like it. It was like the fourth mention. I was like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> it was very Pat and Oswald's wife of me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> um, But it reminded me like what a big Geraldo fan I am and everything. Cause like you don't hear about him as much. Like, I think I said it in the episode, but Patrice's name comes up all the time. Right. Um, just in my, I mean, Norm's only been dead for a short time, but because of my YouTube algorithm, I see videos of Norm constantly. That poll does not surprise me at all. No, you know what? I shouldn't have thrown Norm's name in there. Yeah, it was, I mean, because I knew that was going to dominate. Because not even, no matter when you put this poll up, Norm's going to dominate. Yeah, I shouldn't have put, I should have put like Bill Hicks in there or something. I don't know, another name. But uh, I threw a poll on Twitter that I do think is an interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, you can only bring one comedian back. Which do you take? And the four options were Patrice O'Neill, Greg Giraldo, Mitch Hedberg, and Norm MacDonald. Yeah, Norm's got And 52. Giraldo got the least love, but... By a lot. First of all, listen to Why You Laughing and listen to the options we lay out for what Giraldo could have been. And the other thing I think of... Uh, like we talked about Geraldo being the host of the Daily, essentially saving the Daily Show, which is what would have happened. Yeah, because Comedy Central loved him. Also, I know they really did. Like I would, I would assume he would have been the front runner when uh, John Stewart left. And he, uh, well, he doesn't, he doesn't lean. I guess maybe it didn't matter back then because he didn't lean necessarily the same way. Oh, I no, I mean he's definitely liberal for sure. You think? Now he's like Bill Maher. <laughs> like he was a reasonable. Now he'd be considered a Nazi. But right, okay, maybe that's. But yes, in 2013 or whatever, yeah, he definitely would have been considered liberal. Hmm. Um, he got no yeah. love on this. He's not even close. No, and- he's not even close. And the other thing I thought of is like, imagine either separately or together, uh, Patrice and Geraldo with podcasts. 
Oh, that'd been great. Like them in the podcast era would have been. Well, we awesome. talked. We talked about it on the Patrice episode. He was literally talking to Jay Moore about buying equipment to start yeah, with. Yeah, he was asking him about the mics and shit. Exactly. Now, someone pointed out. I think someone on Twitter said like Patrice probably would have gotten frustrated with the business by now and just left because yeah. he always threw that out there. But I think that's something like I think he would have done comedy in some fashion for however long he lived and always bitched about it, you know? Oh, yeah. The guy's upping his game. I'll give him credit. Ted Sarandis to Mike again. What is happening? <laughs> this is- he's, he's, me and Ted have always said Mike's the greatest, uh, the, you know, the greatest second voice I have on that show. <laughs> on this network. Yeah. <laughs> We've always said Ted and I have always been simpatico on that. Right, right. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then someone, uh, we, speaking of Hedberg, I think Hedberg should be last on that list just by because so of, far. What's that? I said by so far. I thought it was going to go, I would have bet a nut that it was Norm, Patrice, Greg. Oh, what a lofty prize that would be. We'd get one of Craig's disgusting <laughs> testicles. They're nice. <laughs> what, a, what, what a win for our, for our trophy shelf. Put it in the- <laughs> hey, baby, I got something for the mantle. <laughs> Put it in my studio on the shelf. You'll never guess. Mitch Hedberg finished last in a poll. And look what I've got in this jar <laughs> for the mantle. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a nut. I got a vasectomy wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a prize. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. You were saying. I don't even remember. Oh no, I was saying, like it was. I would have bet anything that it was going to be Norm, Patrice, Geraldo, and then Hedberg way at the end. Yeah, just because I would think someone was like, "Oh, a Mitch Hedberg podcast would be great." I don't know that it would be. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I think he's such a. I guess maybe I don't know enough about his like offstage personality, but I just think of him as that you know, kind of one-liner joke guy. Yeah. I don't know much else of him. Even when I've tried, I've started a Mitch Hedberg episode of Why Are You Laughing? Like three or four times. Yeah. And there's just not enough footage of him. Like I'd like more of him talking about his life and things like that. There's just not a ton out there. He was on Stern a couple times. Um, most of the there's footage. There's not a ton of Mitch. Yeah. Most of the footage you're going to find too is going to get kicked us, uh, get us kicked off YouTube. Yeah, well, that I don't even really care about. But. Right. All about the audio, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so go download and subscribe. Uh, I think maybe... Uh, I think we should uh, rip off uh, Pardon My Take and do a Mount Rushmore episode because we're going to need to record some vacation apps coming up soon. Right. When are you leaving for so that? I was thinking, I was thinking maybe one of them. We do a, just a Mount Rushmore's of everything. Okay. Stand-up TV. Uh, I don't know what else. Radio, podcasting. Okay. All that shit. Could be I, fun. I like that. I know it's hack, but I, I find it to be fun. A fun. Uh, it's only hack if uh, you let it Jumping be off hack. point for a discussion, you know? Who cares? Just have fun yeah. with it. We'll just call you top five. How's that? <laughs> um, mountain with faces on it. <laughs> we'll call it. That's what we should call it. <laughs> that is original. No one does that. <laughs> no one calls it mountain with faces on it. Yeah. yeah and we'll do five instead of four. <laughs> Run out of topics quick. How have the how have the people been? I've uh, I've missed them dearly. They seem to be popping today in the comments. It's going pretty good. They're surprisingly like nice. I'm still thrown off by. Uh, well, we're kind nice. of all basking in the glow. Me and the commenters of the Mike Harris era. He is he is uh, shining bright. And I think we're just sad that it's a coming crashing to an end. You know, Mike's. Well, I mean, Mike's still going to be here, but like. Again, and I can't I can't put my finger on it, but when I've watched the next four episodes, like to go and timestamp and everything, yeah, it's like uh, there's just something a, a dark cloud hanging over us, you know, all of us. Well, at least three of us. <laughs> I'll fucking leave. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you see how quickly he throws that out there now, folks. I'll never leave this program though. In the Jerry Callahan studio. No, Studio 550. Beautiful Studio 550. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jerry's uh, you missed it. vacuuming right now. Earlier, um, Ted was right. Mittman walked in. 
He didn't realize I was recording. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, he sat down. Well, tell him to come on. <laughs> then he, I'll, I'll definitely have him on at some point. Brucey, I would like to ask you about Opie and Anthony. I'm sure he'll answer your questions about Opie and Anthony. And Greg Hill. Do you think you would have anything interesting to say about Greg Hill? He's like best friends with Greg Hill. Ah, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. So I, uh, hmm. I said, man, his show kind of stinks now, huh? And he's like, he's the best. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just like a loyal the, guy to him. The best at what? <laughs> like a person. He's like nice to him. Oh, okay. Well, you yeah, heard that? You heard that video? Uh, that walkabout or whatever they did. Yes, he pulled. He hasn't worked with Mittman in forever. <laughs> oh, that's right. He said Mittman was like his uh, mentor. Or something. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. No, I went. If you go in Bruce's office, there's a uh, Opie and they've talked about it before. But Opie and Anthony and in uh, Hillman and stuff, they put out this holiday album that <laughs> sold like really well. It was just like little bits from their show, and it sold really oh, well. Okay. And he has he has a. Uh, he has the thing signed by everyone, and Opie and Anthony wrote boys on the. <laughs> oh, and it was pretty funny. Does he have a copy of Demented World? I have no idea. I'll ask him. When you when you talk about comedy not holding up well, the idea of Opie and Anthony having a CD called Demented World, and the cover of the CD was like them like punching the earth <laughs> and giving it the finger or something like that. <laughs> what about uh um. Uh, Anthony's brother's band. <laughs> you ever seen that CD? I don't think so. Uh, there is a very problematic album art on one of them. Oh, well, I know that um, the song that got Opie and Anthony together, mm -hmm. Electric Shock OJ. Yeah. You can find that video on YouTube still, I think. And Anthony <laughs> is in a prison, you know, like an old timey prison uniform as OJ in blackface. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a they have a whole album and the whole cover is the entire band in blackface. How how edgy, man. Back then, I guess. Mike yeah. Mike Harris owns a physical copy of that album. A strange. I go, how'd you item. I go, how'd you find this? And he goes, I have no idea. He's older though. He might have just bought it. <laughs> yeah, he could have he could have bought it or went to like some radio event and got it. Yeah, or he just went to fucking Strawberries in 1998. <laughs> I miss Strawberries, dude. You used to be able to buy uh, like concert tickets and shit there. It was so easy. That's a little after my time. I, they existed. Like I I've been into a Strawberries, but I was very young. Yeah, it would be back when you know like, Mom, can you drop me off at the mall so I can go hang with my pals? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go walk around, try to find something to do. Yeah, I didn't have any friends, so I was, certainly wasn't going to the mall. <laughs> now I hate malls and don't like going to them. Why is that? I don't like people and crowds sometimes. Yeah, you know where they find the biggest crowds is a 2022 mall. You're right. Well, like Square One Mall is packed all the time. The Nashua Mall is fucking packed all the time. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, good for them. Yeah. Oh, that's what we got. We're at the end of the show now. We got to let's throw on uh, Big One Hundred Three, shall we? Oh, right, right. How could I forget? Oh, I also I I actually did enjoy uh, Shaq's gas commentary. I don't recall the comments. You didn't see that video? No. It was him and Kenny the Jet Smith talking about gas prices. I thought it was kind of funny. But I think the greatest Shaq story ever is. Stevie Wonder living in his building. <laughs> What's up, Shaq? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. When you've been stepping up since you were little. This is an ad. Impulse. All right, so, oh, this is an ad. We're not in the commercial break? Oh, that would have been amazing timing. Yeah. So we're just going to go till we hear one? I guess so. But here's the problem, though. We can't play music, right? I, I don't know. Is this almost done? Say again? Is this almost done? I can't I can't turn this down manually, or else you're gonna go down too. You can't turn the music down? No, I can, but it'll turn you down as well. You that doesn't make any sense. Oh wait, 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 wait. I found it. I found it. I found it. So the people can hear. has never reigned over anybody, but we have been arraigned at the Rentham District Courthouse on three separate occasions, if that counts for anything. <laughs> and then they just go to the next song! 
It doesn't make any sense. What the fuck was that? What timing? That was great timing. <laughs> but now you see, folks. Now you see why this has <laughs> consumed my mind for weeks. <laughs> that was so lame. <laughs> now, if, I, if we can recap, I hope I remembered this correctly. At Big 103, I guess we haven't rained over anything. We've been arraigned. But we have been arraigned in three separate court districts. Is that what they said? Something like that. And then they just go to the next song. <laughs> I I literally thought you were missing something. No, there's, there's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing there uh, that even suggests it's a radio station. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. It's wild. Like there was a Tom Brady one around the Super Bowl, so they kind of try to get topical. But even they'll say, like, uh, it'll be like, um, I'm trying to think. Chef Lewis Something says to the effect of, like, uh, you know, we, don't, we wouldn't mind being in Tampa in the winter. Big 103. <laughs> Chef, Chef Lewis said, book him. Is this, is this guy reachable? I don't know who he is. Because we should have him on and then convince him to take one of ours to say. Well, no, here's the problem, though. Okay, we could do that. We could get him to, you know, make the intro for the show or something. Yes. <laughs> Here at Blind Mike Project, we oh. see the future. Oh, no, 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 it can't be that relevant. Oh. That's where you're wrong. It That's... can't have anything to, it can't make sense. Oh, here at Blind Mike Project. It would have Project. to be like, uh, anyone else ever heard of decorative trash barrels? <laughs> Blind Mike Project. <laughs> And then we just talk, I guess, after that. <laughs> Anyone ever skydive into a swimming pool? <laughs> Big 103. Uh, I think that was one, wasn't it? What I just said? Yeah, I think that was an actual one of theirs or something close to that. I really hope not. <laughs> I was trying to think of things that don't go together. No, I think, I think, I think there actually was something like that. That sounded Jeez. very familiar. Jesus. <laughs> That's yeah, great. So I'm glad you guys got to hear uh, what has been torturing me for <laughs> some time now. I need I need a list of them somewhere. There's got to be a playlist. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, it, that'd be great to get the guy on to you know, record our intro for us. But what we really need is the like program director, who, whoever is writing these. Because <laughs> you know that the guy that does the voice is not writing them. They just send him a script and say, read all of these. Well, he might be. I would bet not because I bet that's a guy. So, for example, the guy that does it for EI, mm -hmm. um, he does like Fox News. He does like 10 million different stations. Yeah. Um, radio, TV, all that. And he's just a guy. I think he lives in like San Diego or something. And they just send him like, hey, we need this red. And then he just does it and sends it back to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He does uh, Jerry's show. Oh, but. Uh, What's his name? Pete Gustin? Yeah, he's out in Sandy, uh, somewhere yeah. out there. Yeah, that's not the guy who I was thinking of. But yeah, he's a perfect example. He does a shit ton of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we need. I think we need the creative mind of these big 103 scripts. We need something. Chef Lewis, get on it. Yeah. He seems to be, he seems to, I guess, be getting tagged by them a lot. So he's got an in. Nachos or mozzarella sticks? Big 103. <laughs> I feel like that was too uh, relevant as well. That made too much sense. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense for a radio station to blurt out. <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing outside, but that's okay because my aunt died four years ago. <laughs> Big 103. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, there was one like, yeah, we hate traffic too. <laughs> and they just play an Usher song or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, gang. Anything else? I feel like this was a productive episode. We really got a lot done. What a great time. Um, I think we'll probably be back to our some semblance of our usual schedule next week. And uh, if you want to have an idea of what we're talking about with these Patreon episodes, uh, get Why You Laughing a week early, um, bonus content, all of that. By the way, Justin just pointed out, uh, the great Justin Trudell just said uh, 500 pieces of Patreon content? That's crazy. Now, if I can be honest, I think we've padded those numbers a little bit. 
with uh, like audio uploads. Oh yeah, so it's probably like two fifty. Yeah, what's not? Let's no, no, it's more than two fifty because uh, more on money. I never upload audio. That's true. Um, there's something we don't upload audio. Any true. solo thing I'm on. True. And like the first six months of the year. <laughs> but you know, five hundred. It's five hundred. We don't need to tell them that, folks. Forget you heard any of this. Five hundred pieces of content on uh, patreoncom mike So for that entire catalog, hours and hours and hours of content, um, subscribe, and uh, you can save two months. Two months free if you subscribe for the whole year. Oh, and go to uh, kljack.com. Support our boy Tim Rizzles and uh, the fine people at kljack.com and use promo code TIM10, T-I-M-1-0, uh, to save 10% on your first order, huh? Mm-hmm. Online order. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else before we uh, shove off here? That'll do. All right. Well, uh, you know, as always, have a great day and rock on. And take care of yourself, too.